Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the World Martial Arts Radio Network. Up next, you will be listening to the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame Show Host of the Year Award winner, the one and only Justin Harvey, producer, director, and on-air star of the Justin Harvey Show. Hi, I'm Stephanie Ma from World Martial Arts Media. And today, I'm here to tell you about LegacyBelts.com. Legacy Championship Belts and Awards is the world's premier manufacturer of custom and cast championship title belts who supplies belts to the top professional boxing, MMA, and wrestling organizations on the planet. If you're a promoter or collector looking for a high-quality MMA, martial arts, boxing, wrestling belt, or even a belt for a special event, then you need to visit LegacyBelts.com today. Be sure to like us at www.facebook.com slash LegacyBelts. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Justin Harvey here of the Justin Harvey Show. Yes, yours truly is doing a special show tonight. I have a very special guest. But before we get to that, I want to mention that tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Legacy Belts. If you need a championship belt for movies or anything, or you just want to be a champion like myself, Justin Harvey, go to LegacyBelts.com. Now, I also want to mention that this show is now on Blog Talk Radio. That is correct. We are now on Blog Talk Radio, and this show is also brought to you by World Martial Arts Radio and Media Without further ado, I would like to bring on my very special guest, who is a great martial artist, a great man. He has spent a lot of time living in Japan. He's into pro wrestling. He does it all. He has some subjects that he wants to discuss tonight. And as always, when someone approaches me, or if it's somebody close to me, I give them the mic, so to speak. So without further ado... I'd like to welcome my martial arts brother, Richard Hackworth, to to the show. Welcome, brother. Hey, thank you, sir. As always, you're the host with the most. And uh, tonight we have a very special topic. I'm going to be going over the 12 biggest lies told in the martial arts consulting industry and expose uh, the lies told by the billing companies. And uh, just as a self-introduction, I'd like to say hello to... uh, Keith Hafner and the other two people in the martial arts industry that don't know my name. I'm Richard Hackworth, and I've worked as an advertising copywriter for three of the largest consulting and billing companies in the martial arts world. And against the advice of my lawyer and even after threats from these past employers, I'm going to expose the 12 biggest lies in the martial arts consulting industry. So be prepared to be shocked and offended. All 12 of these items that I will cover are facts. Before we jump into the lies, let me explain what motivated me to expose the corruption in the martial arts consulting industry. If you have uh, sensitive ears, you can jump your candy ass off the show right now because I'm going to get real here tonight. Uh, There are some rumors out there floating around saying that I got banned by one of the consulting companies Uh, the person who made the post stated that I am not allowed to submit articles to this industry magazine anymore because they think that I'm a fraud. 
Well, the fact is I stopped submitting things to that company when I quit working for them and uh, went back to work in Korea. And what's funny is when I moved back to the Orlando area just two years later, almost 100% of that company's clients, consulting clients, that is, in the Orlando area, had gone out of business in two years. So that tells you what kind of uh, company they were and how successful their advice was after I left. Uh, So you may be asking yourself, well, why did Richard Hackworth quit working for consulting companies? Mm -hmm. Well, here's the real story about how getting called an asshole woke me up and made me stop selling out. Have you ever had anybody talk smack about you, uh, Justin? Oh, all the time. The bigger the the star you are and the more successful you are, Richard, the more smack you'll get talked about. Trust me. Well, that's pretty much what happened to me. While while I was teaching a session on martial arts school marketing for uh, one of my former employers at an event they had, I covered various aspects of advertising, marketing, and publicity tactics. And when we took a break after my session and waited for the next presenter, one of the participants came up to me with a big, stupid grin on his face, shaking his head, and he said, so you're the asshole. I said, excuse me? He said, yeah, you're the asshole making these punk kids running McDojo's rich while real traditional martial artists who earn their rank starve to death. It must make you feel like a real success. Wow. And I tell you, man, I was stunned. I had no answer. I, I just walked away. You know, it was a wake-up call for me personally. You know, my presentation was over, and I was officially done with the consulting industry. Yeah. I no longer wanted to be a part of selling marketing materials to people who, honest to God, Justin, have no right to be an instructor. The only reason these scumbags can even own a school is because it's an unregulated industry in this country, and it is full of scam artists, bullies, and pedophiles, or worse. Yeah, I I would only return to the industry when I could pick and choose my clients and never have to sell advice to people who were not qualified to teach and were only out to make a buck, even if it meant screwing over their students by making them buy things that they really didn't need. And uh, recently I watched a webinar uh, and heard someone, uh, one of these so-called experts, quoting from a script that I had written for a software company. Uh, And I thought that it was time for me to step back into the consulting industry to help the people who really deserve it. And believe me, not everyone deserves to be successful. And with most consulting companies, their only measure of success it's how much cash you rake in for their company, not how good your students are. Yeah, you, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, because I've I've seen I've seen certain schools like give give a student a black belt after just a week of training, and I'm like, how in the blue hell can this person be a black belt? They've only you know studied a week, you know. Yeah, I hear you, man. And uh, we're gonna do this uh, biggest lies countdown just like. Uh, uh, those late-night TV talk shows, we're going to start with the biggest number and work down to number one. So biggest lie number 12, mm-hmm. billing company owners are smart businessmen who just became the most successful school in their area by out-marketing their competitors. Well, some billing company owners operate like an organiza- organized crime family. One billing company owner in Orlando 
had instructors from his Taekwondo organization bully and harass other school owners and even had them vandalize the schools of their competition. Uh, one school owner was injured in an automobile accident, mm-hmm. and the billing company slash multiple school owner showed up at that man's school and attacked him while he was on crutches with the other instructors from his school chanting his name like some crazy cult members. I mean, wow. honestly, people, you can't make this stuff up. And uh, he held uh, what he called leadership camps, teaching people how to become a multi-school owner, you know, how to do guerrilla marketing and how to get your flyers out and different stuff. Oh, yeah. And he actually found someone who was just as big a crook as he was because after the guy took the greedy guy's camp on how to uh, run a successful McDojo, uh, this dude opened up in Orlando and became Mr. Greedy's direct competitor. Uh, by opening multiple schools around town close to the locations owned by that billing company owner. Now, that's what I call karma at its finest. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. Uh, so now we want to jump down to biggest lie number 11. Uh, and this is what a, uh, the billing company owners will tell you or the consulting company owners. We are successful, and we will show you our cash-churning secrets so that you can become successful too. So you may be wondering, if they are school owners and they make this stuff for their own schools, why in the Hello Kitty does it cost you $400 to $1,500 a month just to get copies for what they use at their school? Well, the fact is they don't use what they sell you at their school. The truth is many of these consultants keep their schools afloat using money from the consulting business that sells you outdated and often outright horrible advice. And as a billing company employee, um, sometimes they thought that what I wrote was too good to waste on the clients. So they use that for their own schools and then ask me to write something different for their clients that month. I mean, that's a little underhanded, don't you think? that's a lot underhanded, Richard, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, so that, we're going to drop on down to biggest lie number 10. We give you a free consultation. And to that I say, bullshit. Because anyone who's ever fallen for their free offer knows that when they call you for your free consultation, yeah. the first two questions are, how much do you charge for tuition and how many students do you have? Now, this isn't uh, a consultation. It's an online credit application. Those two questions tell them instantly how much money you're making. This Mm -hmm. allows them to know uh, how much they can start squeezing out of you for their programs. And then they start their pitch telling you how they can get you uh, get this for a down payment and charge this per month and with their marketing materials and monthly packages. You can be driving a fancy sports car and living in a gated community in just a few short months. And it's all a lot. You know, the fact is, statistically, just as many of the consulting company clients go out of business using their advice as the number of schools that fail on their own without hiring a consultant. Yeah. So uh, it's just another Would you say these guys are just as bad as, you know, it reminds me of politics, you know, these politicians and stuff, would you say that these guys are just as bad as politicians and crooked? 
Yeah, basically they'll tell you whatever it takes to get you to write the check. Yeah. And then, uh, so now we're going to move on to biggest lie, number nine. Number Word nine, of mouth folks. marketing. What was that? I said number nine, folks. Be ready. <laughs> okay. So uh, word of mouth marketing doesn't work. They tell you that it's that that's called hope and pray marketing, yeah. and that if you're relying on word of mouth to get new students, that you're an idiot who just sits in the school hoping and praying to get a call. When, in fact, word of mouth marketing works extremely well, uh, either for you or for your competitor. And what I mean by that is that if you aren't a very qualified instructor and you teach boring classes, that is the word they'll get around your town, and it'll send students to your competitors. But if you re really are an expert at teaching your art, then the students will be telling their friends and family about you on a regular basis. You know, yeah. with several word-of-mouth programs that can help you get referrals without paying for advertising, um, and, you know, we have these kinds of systems, but we'll talk about, we'll talk about that again on a later show. Okay. So we're going to crawl on down to biggest lie number eight. You need a big location to be successful. The truth is that being big uh, does force you to work harder and market harder, bringing yeah. in more students to cover the rent, and increasing the cut of money to the billing company because they get a percentage of your tuition, uh, not a percentage of your bills. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. so, uh, but the fact is, the extra students actually lower your profit uh, per student because a bigger percentage of your income goes toward covering the rent and other overhead, not filling your bank account. Some of the most financially successful schools in the world operate in less than 2,000 square feet of space. Uh, the two most profitable locations that I've ever owned were less than 1,500 square feet. Uh, one location in Ocoee, Florida with only one employee, and, and one location that we currently have in Korea that also has just one employee. And I know that um, people from the big billing company karate schools will uh, throw big numbers out there promoting their program, but when you do the math, it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you keep. You know, and if you're, you know, pissing away an extra five or $6,000 a month in rent, then yeah. you're not making as much per student. You know, so I have the highest profit level per student in the industry. And uh, you've never heard of people getting overcharged for classes? Oh, I, I know that. <laughs> I know that from personal experience. So, yeah, I definitely know. So it, it's a big that. problem in this industry. So now on to biggest lie number seven. Your student's information is confidential, and we will never share it with anyone. Anyone but them, that is. Many billing yeah. companies also own more short schools, like I mentioned earlier. And if you have a student that wants to quit, they let them. Well, sort of. Uh, one billing company in Orlando, Florida, is famous for telling the school owner, uh, this their billing client, that, uh, hey, this client, you know, this guy is a deadbeat. It would cost you too much to pursue collections against them. So just you know, send us a note saying that you'll drop that contract and it will save you some extra money. And once they get you to agree to drop the contract, what mm -hmm. they do, Justin, is they send your former student a special offer in the mail, letting them know that they can continue their path to black belt at the school owned by the billing company. When the billing company own schools get low on students, 
they use your student address list to mail their postcards smoothly addressed to uh, family and friends or residents at, you know, your street, your town, USA. Yeah. And, um, you know, isn't it time you worked with people who walk their talk? Well, at World Martial Arts Marketing Program, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Believe me, we're not going to be approaching your students to join any of our schools. I mean, that's pretty sneaky, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and I, I think that should highly be, I mean, this is just my opinion. This is not fact, but uh, I think that should be highly illegal. Really, I do. Yeah, me too. But it probably is somehow. Yeah. So now on to biggest lie number six. A martial arts billing company in Boca Raton, Florida, told me, Rick, you need to raise your student tuition rates to increase your profits. And I'm like, what a load of garbage that is. Raising my rates is what they suggest because it also raises their profits because they get paid based on a percentage of what you collect. Yeah. Do you understand? So are they going to come to your school and explain to those single moms that they recommended that you raise the price? No, of course not. But what do they care if you pressure some single mom for more cash and make yourself look greedy? You know, the fastest way to increase your profits is to lower your overhead. Make sure that you aren't wasting water, electric, and other consumables. Uh, dropping your membership with the greedy consulting companies will save you a minimum of $1,200 a year. Um, mm -hmm. You know, learn how to get discounts on your advertising. Shop for a better deal on your uh, insurance. Sub rent some of your time at your facility to an aerobics or yoga instructor um, before raising your student fees. The number one source for ways to lower your overhead in the martial arts business is the Martial Arts Profits and Success Manual, How to Succeed Without Selling Out. And uh, sorry if that sounded like a shameless plug for my book, but uh, it, it really is a great offer. And, you know, for the people that are listening to the show, we're offering this manual for only $99. That's a $300 savings here because we normally sell it for $400. That's um, a good deal, folks. I would grab it now. Yeah. And let me tell you, after I caught the billing company uh, cheating me on my checks, they were keeping more than they were supposed to. Uh you know, I just dumped them, you know, and, and mm -hmm. uh, if you want to know which billing company stole from me, you can private message me on Facebook, and I'll tell you the whole story. But one of their reps even threatened me on the phone. He hung up when I started laughing. Uh, and that's, that's totally a true story, man. That. This guy, you know, started telling me how he's, a you know, a, a world point karate fighting champion or whatever, and, and I just started laughing. You know, I'm like, really, dude, you're going to try to threaten me? Because I caught you assholes stealing money from me and quit your service. So yeah, what do you think yeah. of that? I, I think I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna still quote from Master Ken. I I believe that these guys are full of bullshit. You know, it's it's crazy. You know, that's that's what's wrong with the martial arts industry today. <clears throat> and and the thing is about the martial arts industry, Rich, it's supposed to be about unity and respect and honor and coming together and you know these guys wouldn't know it if it bit them on the ass yeah so. and then we're going to jump on to uh, biggest lie number five here consulting company owners are loaded well the fact is that some consulting company owners are making a great living a great living from the cash 
they make stuffing their pockets with the fees that they charge you for their outdated advice. And case in point, while working for a billing and consulting company in Orlando, Florida, I got to train for free at their flagship school of that organization, uh, and the owner of that location would speak at their annual convention, uh, giving advice to people about how to be successful. But when I finished work, uh, you know, for the consulting part, I would go over to, to work out with the class at 6.30, which was you would think would be their primetime class. And there were several times it was just me and one 15-year-old kid there to work out. And we were being led by a volunteer instructor who is at least 60 pounds overweight. You know, so just a poor example to begin with. Yeah. yeah. So how does that school owner claim to be successful? Well, he has hundreds of students on contract but almost none who attend class. So like most of the billing companies, you know, this school owner measures his success on the amount collected by the billing company. But I think that, you know, most instructors like myself would rather measure their success by the number of students who pay and attend class. And that's why we're doing this special report tonight. I, I totally agree, Rich, because it, it, really it doesn't matter – how many students you have in a sense, it matters what the student takes from the teacher, in my opinion. I mean, it's great to have a lot of students, but I'm, I'm sure you get what I'm trying to get at. The main important thing is to learn through martial arts, and that's the main issue. Well, the uh, biggest line number four, I'm, I'm sure this one is going to uh, get close to home. You'll know several examples of this, but... Uh, many consulting company owners are famous martial artists, according to them. And I'm thinking, famous? Famous how? Famous yeah. because they've been on the cover of their own publication? Famous because they put their name and photo on the junk mail that's uh, overflowing your mailbox? Famous yeah. because they spam their email box with their ad? The truth is, these guys aren't even reasonably well-known in the town that they live in. You know, they have zero knowledge of what it takes to become famous because their only claim to fame is their own advertising material. Uh, they're what we call a media-created personality. Um, yeah. You know, they have name recognition only from their own media ads. Most of them have never achieved any level of public recognition. Uh, and as a member of the World Martial Arts Marketing Program, your events and name and school will be, will be publicized at worldmartialartsmedia.com, building your strong reputation as a leader in the martial arts community in your town. So, um, have you ever heard of people like that? Oh, oh yeah. It's it's like it's like um, it's like I always say. It's it's like this: the person the person is famous in their own mind, you know, by their own ego, in a sense. Does that make sense, Rich? Like in their mind, they're famous when. When regardless, they're not. They're only, you know, advocating themselves by their own, you know, by their own companies or their own this or that, you know. So really, they're not really getting any fame from it. They're just trying to act like they are. So, yeah, yeah, I completely Well, we're, we're getting down to the three biggest lies here. So um, the uh, biggest lie number three is uh, professional association ad designers are experts at martial arts marketing. And let me tell you, that's pure bullshit. 
these martial arts marketing associations and professional martial arts organizations find their advertising people with newspaper and classified ads, uh, Craigslist ads. And if you don't believe me, you can search uh, Craigslist.net and other uh, websites or even on Google, and, and you'll find their ads where they're hiring writers and ad designers. And so what they do is when, you know, some single mom looking for a little extra money uh, applies for the job, they hand her a file folder full of their old bullshit ads to yeah. use as samples to create more weak, lame ads. And um, it's funny because when uh, I went to work for one of the billing companies, I found some of my old school ads on file where they had cut my ads out of the local newspaper to use as, as samples of how to write an ad because what I was doing was so much better than what their paid uh, ad designers were doing. Wow. So, um, yeah, and the thing is that, you know, if you're using the World Martial Arts Marketing Program, your ads are written and designed by people with more than 20 years in the martial arts industry. Uh, so, I, we, I, you know, I, we guarantee that the quality of our work. Yeah, I, I can totally understand that because I'll give you a good example. I used to work with this uh, one guy that I told you about, and uh, his idea of re releasing his own show was he would talk for five minutes, and then he would actually steal my content and play a whole hour's worth of my shows. And I'm like, dude, you can't do that. You're stealing. You're stealing my, you know, my shows. So I can right. completely understand that. So. So that's we're down thing. to number two, man. Um, big fly number two, billing company and consulting company consultants are experts at martial arts marketing. And um, like I said in, uh, earlier, you know, that's complete bull. Um, you know, when you call or email a billing company, you get a mm -hmm. telemarketer, somebody who is hired to answer the phone, and they have a list of scripts that they're supposed to read from based on what your problem is. And yeah. An even bigger problem uh, than them not knowing anything is that most of these scripts were, were were written in the early 1980s when these billing companies first started popping up. And like I said, many of the people uh, taking these phone calls are just single moms looking for a paycheck who have never even studied martial arts. You know, none of them have experience managing and marketing a martial arts school. And uh, But that's not a problem when you're using the World Martial Arts Marketing Program everyone on our staff is an outright expert in their field. And mm -hmm. if you contact us through our Facebook page, you know, we'll talk to you and, and find out how we can help. You know, we, we want to find out what your situation is and solve your problems. Where what the consulting companies do is they call up and uh, they ask you, you know, basically how many students you got, how much money do you make, and then they want to sell you a package that might or might not have anything to do with what your actual problems are. You know, they're just going to try to tell you how to run your business, not to solve your problems. Mm -hmm. But now, here we are, man. It's the big one. The all-time biggest lie, number one in the martial arts consulting industry, is that you need a monthly pack to be successful. And this is a big load of crap designed to justify them charging you a monthly fee. Each month, billing company and consulting companies churn out glossy ads and flyers that they claim are going to have your classes packed with students and your bank account stubbed with, stuffed with cash. 
what we both know that the truth is that their crummy ads have been getting you mediocre results at best. Why is that? Well, in fact, the most successful businesses in the world only change their ads quarterly. And statistics show that it takes people seven times of seeing your ad to create a desire to respond. So if you're changing your ad every four weeks, Justin, how does the public get a chance to identify your ad with your business seven times before they call? You know, exactly. So why would the billing companies and consulting companies go against this advertising research? Well, the answer is greed. They know that if you're not buying a pack every month, they're not getting paid every month. So they don't yeah. want you on quarterly advertising campaigns. And the truth is some companies run the same ad until it stops working. You know, you know I don't know if you're old enough to remember the Oscar Mayer hot dog commercial with the little kids. Actually, kid I do. They played that commercial for years. Do you know why? why? Because it worked. It worked really good. You know, when something's working, you don't you don't move on to something new just because it's a new month and you got to pay a new bill to the consulting company. So, um, you know, uh, you know they're working on creating their income, not creating your success. And the most successful schools in the world don't run monthly ads. They manage quarterly marketing campaigns like real professional companies. And that's the kind of marketing campaigns that you'll be getting with World Martial Arts Marketing Program. So there you have it, Justin. That was the 12 biggest lies in the martial arts and billing uh, consulting industry. And um, I hope that our listeners have been able to avoid these problems so far. If not, it's never too late to get started the right way. And I invite them to uh, personally contact me uh, through the World Martial Arts Marketing Program uh, Facebook page or website, and we'll help them build a bright future with their martial arts business honestly and ethically. And uh, in closing, uh, just what do you think about the report tonight? Well, I'd say that uh, this is going to get a lot of feedback, um, and, you know, I've been educated tonight, and I just got to say, wow, Rich, I mean, it, that's that's a lot to take in, but that's what this show is all about, separating the truth from the bullshit. And that's that's what true martial arts is really about. All right, well, I definitely uh, appreciate the opportunity to be on this show tonight uh, here for the World Martial Arts Marketing Show and uh, or World Martial Arts Success Show here on World Martial Arts Radio Network. And uh, just wanted to remind the listeners again that uh, – uh, this show, along with your other shows, will be uploaded at Blog Talk Radio. And if they look in the description uh, mm -hmm. below the, this video, they'll find a link to the uh, Blog Talk Radio site where they can find your shows. So uh, thanks again, Justin, and uh, thanks to our listeners. And uh, next time, uh, actually, it's going to be the shoe on the other foot. I get to interview you some about Twitter marketing, and I, I think all our listeners can look forward to that. Oh, that that one's gonna that one's gonna be explosive, and I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, to doing that one because, as you know, Rich, I'm a I'm a veteran when it comes to uh, Twitter, so that one that one should be a lot of fun. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be, and uh, and like I said, I just uh, want to thank our listeners for tuning in tonight. Uh, you can always find uh, more at worldmartialartsmedia.com. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, absolutely. And I wanted to 
say within closing, I will also provide a link to where you can uh, you can donate to my PayPal. Yes, uh, the Justin Harvey Show now has a PayPal. So if you feel like donating and telling me I've done a good job, you can now donate to my PayPal. So I'll have the link in the description for that as well. So That's right, man. We can put a button up there and uh, these people can buy Justin Harvey a beer. Oh, absolutely, Rich, and I, I really appreciate you uh, being on the show tonight and uh, addressing this uh, controversy in the in the martial arts industry. All right, well, thank you, sir, and good night. Good night, my friend. Take care. You have been listening to The Justin Harvey Show here on the World Martial Arts Radio Network. Be sure to tune in again next week for his latest show. Thank you for listening. Hi, Stephanie Ma here again with a special report from World Martial Arts Media about LegacyFightGear.com. Legacy Fight Gear is the official supplier to the world's oldest and most respected martial arts organizations. They have been manufacturing high-quality affordable products for over 30 years. Visit their new online catalog at LegacyFightGear.com today. School owners who want to raise money for their teams can register to get a wholesale account and become a distributor for LegacyFightGear.com. Don't forget to like our official page at www.facebook.com slash LegacyFightGear.